Hey, Dad, when are you coming home? It's been forever since we've had a chance to hang out, and I know I was away at camp last time. Mom sent me there, and when I got home, you were already gone. We miss... I miss you. Come home, Dad. Will reached a hand out to the computer screen, slightly touching it as he watched his daughter do the same. He was trying to keep the torrent of tears at bay. He had told himself he wasn't going to try, and damn it, he was going to keep that promise. Her tears came first. From the glow of her lamp behind her computer, he could see the little glint. He couldn't see the lamp, but watched it twinkle off the little tear creeping down her cheek. Then another one came down the other side of her sweet, innocent face, and he heard her sniffle. He knew it would be just a second before she would pull her hand away from the screen to wipe her nose. Then she did. That was all it took. Although his tears didn't flow down his face, in just half a G of constant acceleration, the tears hung at the edges until more formed. Then the little drops of salt water floated around the cabin. Eventually, they would hit something, or he would drift into them and the wetness might actually reach his cheeks. Right then, he longed to feel their touch. It would allow him to share in what his daughter was feeling. That moisture, those tears that hurt as she looked at the screen. Her tears were coming faster, and he watched as her chest heaved in sobs. I love you, Dad, she said, quickly reaching forward, grabbing her laptop. Then his screen went dark. He reached forward and clicked save on the message. He knew he would probably never watch it again. It would get stored in the internal storage of the onboard computer system and just sit in his personal folder. It would get lost in the depths of family photos, music he had made sure to download for the journey, some TV he had been behind on from his last trip out, and whatever movies he could sneak off the net before he had launched back out. Yes, it was illegal, and sure it wasn't right, but when you were gone from Earth for eight months at a time, there was a lot to catch up on. There was just no way to pay for it all before he left. William was one of the few in the fleet of truckers who were now on the space highway hauling ice and whatever else was needed for the terraforming efforts taking place on Mars. Few, meaning there were only about a hundred or so. But it wasn't a job in high demand right now. Not too many people wanted to take the risk or could deal with the isolation. After all, this whole project was not like what sci-fi books or movies portrayed. This was a corporate run, which meant everyone was in it for a profit, and profits meant being on the cheap. NPTH Tech, the subsidiary of the larger search company that started it all, tried to run things as cheaply as possible. They cared more about their computers and its self-driving capabilities than the human component. He was more of a hindrance in their machine than actually a help. Sure, he was knowledgeable about fixing things on his rig here and there, but he wasn't a true pilot or driver. He was just a passenger, only there to allow them to get government approval, not that they really needed it. It was well known that NPTH could have easily launched the whole program from any country, and the laws were kind of lax with it being a space-borne project.
He launched up to an orbiting station, the Alpha, at which his rig would dock. His load looked more like a train. The lead car housed his living quarters, followed by a row of ice blocks or shipping containers linked together and ending in the caboose. On Earth, the whole system would be a mess with cars trying to slip in and out, nothing able to keep them from going all over once the thrust was applied. But this system was developed for lower gravity. The propulsion came from the caboose. The propellant converted from excess ice in the rear car, and the links kept straight by cables along the corners of each car. The cables could pull in or extend a little, depending on how everything needed to adjust while the rig was in motion. NPTH, or even their parent company, was a business. Astronauts cost money, and since their self-driving system, which would be new,